everybody. Uh, so on today's show, we're going to meet my friend, Tony Nike Jedi. It's Nick Najati, but we call him Nike Jedi. And uh, one of my dearest friends, one of my oldest friends. Um, we both worked in the film industry together and we have like sports rivalries and, and all this great history together. But we kind of wanted to talk about this idea of all these empty seats and what it means going forward. It's just an interesting perspective, this idea that you know all these great entertainment bits exist and yet uh, there's nobody in the seats to watch them right now. And some some groups are doing their very best to make it accessible still, which I think is a cool innovation. Anyway, so that's the topic of the conversation. I hope you enjoy it. Everybody, welcome to another episode of Either Way, which is whatever the heck we call this show or content. I don't know if this is a show anymore as much as it is just a, a bunch of conversations that we decided, decided to start kind of taping and filming and uh, just whatever. And it's interesting people across the US, across the globe that we come across. Some of them we know, some of them we might not. This one I happen to know, happen to know him very well. Maybe my oldest fin- friend on earth. Um, he's in the same rank in, in friendship levels, although he has a few more, this guy we're about to bring on, but he's, he's like Jeff. He's been with me from almost day one. Like we have been fast friends since sixth grade. Uh, we ended up in the same industry together. We've, we've literally had fights over sports that have, have landed in comfort. He's going to hate that. I can't look at him because I know he's, he's making a face. We have, we have had fights with sports that have, that have put us in pause and in personal timeouts for months. We have fought about Brock Lesnar. We both love wrestling and we both ended up uh, loving movies and being in the film industry and working together that way. Uh, he's a producing partner for me. He's one of my best friends on the entire world. Uh, he is the godfather of my children in more ways than one. That sounds weird. Anyway, here's uh, Tony. Welcome to the show, Tony. So happy to have you here. What's up, brother? How you doing, man? I am delightful. I've just spent the last, uh, today's been a weird day. I'm, I, I don't normally wear like branded shirts and overbrand everything, but I had a job today over in, uh, in well, I had a no, job, I had a meeting in, in Montgomery. So I've been in the car for three and a half hours. So like I drove up three and a half hours, had an hour meeting, turned around and drove home. So seven hours, I've been in so eight hours. So my entire day has been nothing but sitting in a car. A job is good at this point, right? Yeah, no kidding. Especially like so, the driving part, you know, I'll, I'll, that's your world. That's what you're the master of that, that scenario. So uh, if you don't mind real quickly, can you, I know you move around a lot, like in terms of for work, because, you know, you, you Tony works in the film industry, but could you kind of give us a breakdown of where you are and, and just tell me about life up that way? Yeah, man, right now I'm uh, hanging out in um, St. Louis, Missouri. And, um, you know, I, I, I travel a ton for, um, for, um, for movies that's all i ever do really but uh, i've been doing that for about 19 20 years but you know right now everything's kind of on hold but um just hanging out at the moment and uh it's you know it's it's getting bad here just like it is everywhere else for the most part but you know it's not new york yet we're not as densely populated as new york so yeah luckily st louis is kind of spread out i mean you've got west chesterton-ville uh stead <laughs> right. whatever that joke was we used to have um 
but that's all spread out a good bit. So luckily, you, and you guys, you guys aren't super. Oh, well, you you are though. You're city central now, aren't you? Aren't you like in the? Well, I am, but I I um I um quarantined up with my with my parents mm. right now. So I think it's a smart move, man. I really do. <laughs> no, look, but I think it's a smart move. They're further out. It's a better spot. That area is nice. You can right. see anybody coming from a mile away. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. There's not as many people here. Yeah, it's, it's great. Beautiful spaces. Like I've been lucky to, to. I spent Thanksgiving with them one year when we moved up there. I lost a job and immediately ran to his his turning turning his family have been like family for me for a long time. So anytime they're all together is a hoot. Anyway, trust me. So let's kind of talk about some things that you and I have enjoyed and we've seen shift. Obviously, St. Louis mm -hmm. uh, and you, but St. Louis, big baseball town, big baseball town, big sports town, right? Yeah. And now you guys are today, uh, while we're recording this, though, you might hear it at a different date. This is opening would have been opening day of baseball. And here we are. And uh, there's no baseball. Yeah, it's a big deal. I mean, you people are still talking about it. I mean, it's it's a big thing um, trying to get trying to get the team back on the field. But obviously, you got to do that safely. So have they said anything? Because I haven't I've again been in the car just in. Does this mean the season's over for baseball or are they just going to do no. a truncated? They're, they're trying to do. Um, they're trying to. They want to start. Trying to start back in June. Okay. That's what they're trying to do, like a June first type of thing. I think they're gonna. I th until they know exactly what's going on, though, they're not gonna be able to decide how many games they're gonna play. Wow. See how much of that 162 game season they'll get in. They don't know yet. But yeah. Um, yeah. So they're gonna see how. See what happens there, and you know we'll see what goes on. It's a it's a weird time because uh, basketball NBA is canceled, right? March Madness was well, really the – go ahead. Yeah, I mean, not really because they're still trying to see where this lands and see if they can get back and play the playoffs or last 20 games or whatever. They haven't canceled that yet. They just suspended it. So we'll right. see what goes on there too. And March Madness? Hockey. What? Uh, yeah. March Madness is canceled. Right, so that's gone, right? And that was – that's March a big – can we can we talk about that for one minute? Because that's a big you and Jeff both. Like if Jeff were here, I'd throw him right in, right? But you guys, this is like a you guys have traveled. You've 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 made March Madness, and especially like as you go through, that's a big deal. I know you have connections to Western Kentucky. I mean, that's a huge situation. Can you talk about that impact? Just I know a lot of people are frustrated, but I mean, like that's a big fun event that happens in our lives. What how does that affect you? Not like I'm saying you're crazy, but just how does right, that right, get around right. for you? Well, it's, 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 you know, it's, it stings. I mean, I, that's one of the big events that I travel for um, sports wise. And like I said, like you said, I, I'm tied to the Western Kentucky team a good bit. We had a good team this year. We were looking like we were going to make that tournament. So um, I always, I like to travel with those guys and they always invite me and, and I get free tickets. <laughs> so, uh, so I, I, I hate when that hasn't happened, but yeah, you were talking about Jeff, but I, I, him and I have traveled to final four together. So right. Um, so we've, we've done that as well. But, yeah, I go to a lot of those games. And some of those games are going to be in St. Louis this year. So I wasn't going to have to travel oh. far. Uh, just literally down the street from me. But, oh. you know, that's life. Yeah, it, it, that one stung a little bit because I, I had the tickets in my back pocket, essentially, and uh, and wasn't, wasn't able to pull the string on them. But, you know, I, I'm not going to ever, ever want people sitting in an arena together when this is going on. So I understand <laughs> it, you know. Well, it's a it's it's a weird one. So March Madness is gone. NBA may come back. What were you saying about hockey? Because again, St. Louis, again, sports town, right? So what's going on? I don't even hockey doesn't matter to me when you live in the South. And I mean, no offense to any hockey fans. <laughs> Tony can tell you he lived down here. It's hard to find hockey fans in the South. 
Maybe not Nashville. Yeah, but. there's. I mean, I mean, there's a little bit more now, but I mean, yeah, that's uh, you know, but not definitely not as big. But uh, but yeah, hockey's huge, and of course, the St. Louis Blues were uh, defending national uh, Stanley Cup champions. So, you know, we were defending that uh, defending that cup this year, and of course, it doesn't look like we're gonna be able to finish the defense this season, at least. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 become a very strange. I mean, it's just a weird, it's just a weird vibe in in general overall. Like I'm I'm still always kind of lost at it because one of the other things that you and I both share, and I'm gonna I'm gonna get us to movies, but there's another one that's really interesting right now that, that you and I have laughed about this for a while, which is we both love pro wrestling, right? We've grown up yeah. watching pro wrestling together, yeah. And I find it, yeah, there it is. He's wearing an EC3 shirt. If you if you don't know. I find it completely and utterly amazing watching pro wrestling without a crowd. Right. <laughs> right. Now, okay. I know you often like not seeing a crowd there. Can you talk to me about watching pro I mean, this is we've never seen this before. This is even different than taped pro wrestling. Even taped pro wrestling had crowds. This is like a whole new world. Yeah, it, 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 it has happened before. Oh, but uh, not, not often, not often. And it's and uh, yeah, so this is this is this is still pretty new territory. I mean, to see this many events without it is, is odd. I I don't like the modern day wrestling crowd, uh, <laughs> as you know, and uh, I just don't like the way they the, the way they, their attitude is inside the arena. I'm very weird like that. But <laughs> but uh, so I, I've been kind of I've been kind of cool with it. But, they you know, they're not having as many matches either. So I don't like that. Right. Yeah, I uh, I, mean, I was now, watching. Now it's all now it's all they're showing all taped matches. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, That's right? I, it. I watched. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I watched AEW uh, last night, and uh, not to further right, date right. it. But you know, now they brought in Matt Hardy, and here's Matt Hardy, whose gimmick for the longest time has been. I mean, when he became these various characters, Nero, Damascus, what he is now. I mean, that delete stuff is. I mean, that is a crowd favorite, right? And it is a little bit different when he does it now. It's it's you're really as a fan, you're really committing to watching this stuff and and laughing at the absurdity because it is really weird <laughs> when he does it and there's no response, there's no giving from it. Uh, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely weird when when people have chants and things like that. And there's nobody to there's nobody to do it. <laughs> can you can you imagine That's for odd. a second? Yeah, can you imagine if if he wasn't a piece of trash? Can you imagine if Enzo Amori was still around and he had to come out and right. do, he comes out to do his gimmick and like nobody's doing it with him? Like how embarrassingly weird would that sure. be? Sure. Um, yeah, no, on the absolutely. last bit, on the last bit of wrestling, uh, I think it's fascinating. I haven't super kept up with it. I'll be straight up about it, but WrestleMania. I mean, this is WrestleMania season. This is. This is what they spend the majority of their time getting ready for, for the most part. I mean, there's four major pay-per-views, but this is the big one. WrestleMania is huge. It's, it draws a lot of numbers. It's a big deal. And now they're forced to back out and kind of show it in, in a different capacity. How do you think How do you think that's – I mean, obviously it's going to feel different, but, I mean, what do you think about the approach? Is there any other solution? Or, I mean, are they, do you think they're doing the absolute best possible model? Yeah, I mean, I've I've been to two WrestleManias, and uh, there was talk about me going to this one, um, but I've been to two, and you know, there's there's eighty thousand people in these places at least, depending on the venue. So I mean, there's no way we were packed in WrestleMania 30, 
before uh, in 2018, we were packed in like sardines in that place. There's right. no way they could they could do that with what's going on currently. Right. You know, it's impossible. And um, and so I mean, I, I I completely applaud that decision. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna do it without without fans, and it's gonna be very very interesting <laughs> because that's the event that that has the most people. Right. You know, I mean, that's the event that has the most people. That's where you probably hear the crowd the most. So without them there, it's going to be interesting, but, um, but uh, it'll be fun. To see. It'll be fun to watch it. I mean, they have to go on with the, the event if they can, because it just throws their whole year in flux if they have to, if they have to postpone. And they've spent, and they, that is their biggest show. There's so much money in that show. It's insane. So, so much money in that show, so much money for the wrestlers in that show. Oh yeah, it's big. And, I mean, uh, I think. And they need, I think, to, they need Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, please. I, I, if they can go, if they can go ahead and do it, they need to do it. You know. Yeah, no, I agree, and that's what I was gonna say. Is like, I don't think a lot of people realize, obviously, without the fan base, but this is like so many people's livelihoods, and I think everyone is starting to get that. That's kind of this isn't a Debbie Downer show. It's more like all of these things. Those are entertainment pieces, right? Those are all parts of entertainment, right. and what often people say is, Oh, well, the game's not on, but they're not thinking about the fact that because those teams aren't playing, there are hundreds of crew members, whether it's on the broadcast team or the people just working the stadium that aren't working right now. Right. And it's the same way with like, Oh, movie theaters, you know, my office is in a movie theater. It's closed. Right. You and I both love movies. Yeah, right. them. You work in them and it's kind of segueing into it. It's like the industry right now is jacked. I don't see what's going to happen. Eventually I have friends that are still making money because they're editors but what happens when they finish the edit? What do they do? And so you were in that side of it. I know you would, you were slightly on hiatus or you just finished up a job, but let's talk about the film industry in general. Uh, theaters obviously yeah. have changed. Distribution has changed. Movies are going straight to digital, which is a whole separate combo I'd like to have with you. Let's talk about the workload side. Work yeah. is gone. What are you doing now? What ha- Have you talked to friends? What's happening in that space that's different? Well, right now, as far as everything's on hold. And I mean, right. by, when I say everything, I mean everything. They're shooting nothing anywhere. So obviously that's going to be an issue. Um, the last time we saw anything like that was, was uh, 2009. And in 2009, we weren't shooting anything. And in 2010, the least amount of movies ever came out that year because um, nothing shot in 2009. Mm. Now, as far as this year is concerned, it's, it's, it's different because – they still were shooting tentpole summer flicks in 2009. They just weren't shooting a lot of indie stuff, so there wasn't all that extra, all those extra movies. With this, there's nothing being shot at all. And on top of that, the theaters have shut down, so now we don't have any movies being released, which means all those movies have to push back their dates, and it throws all the schedules in flux now. You know, some of, some, some of the distributors have decided to throw a few of them onto on demand, uh, you know, just to get their money out of them, right? And to, uh, to you know, give people something new to watch while they're sitting around in their houses. But I mean, you know, like fast, you know, Fast Nine is pushed yeah. a whole year. It's crazy. You know, that's a big tentpole movie. It's a billion dollar film. <laughs> it's a monster film, and that has pushed its date back an entire year. And we don't even know where some of these other ones are going to land at this point because we're going to be up against the summer movie season by the time this even is over, if it's even over by then. You know, because that starts in May. So as far as that's concerned, but there's tentpole movies that started before May. I mean, yeah. you got James Bond; he's moving back now. Every you know, all these 
and that what that does is it just it just takes all these other releases and now they're either going to be on top of each other or they're going to have to lengthen their schedules even deeper and go you know a couple two three years down the road to put all these movies in that's one of the things that's that's kind of crazy to me is is uh, i think and so let me ask you this from a production standpoint and and you work as a as a primarily as a assistant director which we'll define that another day that's basically you're helping run the set yeah. like this isn't this is like a like a, it's a big logistics job, right? What do you see yeah, happening? Like being a foreman on the film set. That's it. That's it. There you it's go. Like being, being a foreman. Being a foreman. Yeah. What happens when when things go back to work? Do you think it's an immediate ramp up, like everybody's like already waiting, or do you think there's a curve to get us there? No, there's a curve to get us there. It's um, most of the uh, most of the uh, um, insurance companies and stuff are, are saying we're 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 five to six months away from a movie. Uh, potentially five months or so, and it, it hopefully it won't be as bad. Hopefully, it may not be as may not be like that. But the problem is, when you're on a film set, you are right next to each other, and there are right. hundreds of people, and it, it, you might as well be at a sporting event. You know, because right. I mean, if one person goes down, we all go down. Yeah. You know, and that's why I that's why I am constantly telling people when they're on our sets to go home if you're sick, go home if you're sick, go home if you're sick, because once you once you bring it on. You know, we're going to, actors are going to go down, crew's going to go down, and it's a whole thing. And some of us have to come to work when we're sick. That's the same, that's the sad part about it, you know? I mean, uh, a lead actor has to either fight through that or we go down. Right. You know, it's, it's, we just don't shoot for those days, you know? It's, and oh. then it goes into the insurance companies. Right. So, he doesn't like know, that. And, and, there's, and there's really no way to fight through COVID-19. Right. You know, if you've, if you've got, if you've got that, if you've got that, you've just got that, you know? Yeah. So it's a whole thing. Yeah. I was kind of curious to see certainly from your world, because you've, you know, again, you're, you're that foreman, your job is like from start to finish, you're attached to a project for a very long time and you're, you're managing people and time and dates and locations and sense of like where all this stuff is occurring. Do you think that, that, this whole COVID scenario, do you think it will change production? Do you think it'll alter production in the sense of how you guys go about certain things now? Do you think there'll be any shift in that? You know, I mean, we've always had, you know, the stuff that people talk about, but the problem is it's, it's, it's still kind of difficult to, to work not near each other. And, and, and when you're, you know, setting up lights and you're doing all that, I mean, the best thing you can do is try to kick people as many people off set as possible. But I mean, you know, you try to do that anyway. And, um, and, and try to keep limited limited sets. It's it's very tough, but um, I mean when you got when you got you know a couple hundred extras and they all go to extras holding, it's difficult to it's difficult to um, to keep them away from each other. You know it's it's not the easiest thing to do. I don't know how to mitigate that in such a way that that it would work. But um, I think there's going to have to be a bit of a change for sure. I mean if if you have if you have a if you have a pandemic like this happening and you you have these situations where um you don't have any type of antidote for this you know i mean i, I it's just going to be like that next year or right. later on or whatever you know it's, it, it, somebody comes down with it and here we go we're back right. on it again so i did hear i think we're whatever 12 months away from possibly having some kind of cure i don't know yeah, I, I heard something interesting, which is, you know, 
it, it's interesting because like in, in the film world, even our experiences, we, you know, someone gets sick and we're like, go home, especially if, like during flu season, if you're filming, like, it's like, get off my set, <laughs> get off my plane, get off my set. They're talking about this potentially being cyclical and it could come back like a flu season. If we don't have a good antidote for it, I'm kind of wondering if we don't then have almost like how there used to be pilot season, we might actually have production season right. where it's just like jam as many jobs right. in as you can. Cause you're going to be off for three months. So tough though, because I mean, we, we no longer are in a situation where we have just a bunch of networks, you know, I mean, we are, we have thousands of cable channels now, uh, you know, a thousand cable channels and Netflix and Hulu and, and all these other companies now, Disney and everybody else who's got their own streaming sites and own original content now. I mean, we've, there's a, the demand for shows and the demand for movies is bigger than it's ever been. Yeah. And more stuff's getting filmed now than it ever has been. And so when it all goes down, I mean, pretty soon people are going to realize there's no new content on. And, uh, you know, I mean, they talk about essential businesses, but do you know anybody that doesn't watch TV at all? I know. I kind of feel like TV and film is an essential sort of business um, without a shadow of a doubt. Like, yeah. I think people are having are forced into this situation in order to do because that. Because even if people, um, even if people don't, even if people don't have, uh, even if people don't have television or cable they have netflix yeah I'm they have netflix or hulu or any of that stuff yeah and and so it is interesting though that, that the decline of that stuff so i have people blazing through like so netflix drops uh that tiger which by the way is a crazy show that tiger king i think it's called <laughs> bananas most banana right. is bananas and they drop that show but people blaze through it right and it goes back to something I was going to talk to you about from releasing strategy. Cause I, you know, you, you're not just someone in production. I've always known you to be someone who has watched the process from beginning. Cause again, you might work as an AD, but, but in, in some cases, but you really, you're like, I've always said, you're a producer. Cause I've watched you observe, you look at the beginning, you look at the production, you look at, you know, pre-production production, production and, and post. And the thing that I find really fascinating is distribution. I feel like is needs to change a little bit. I think this, my opinion, and I'd love your comments on it. I think this massive uh, dump strategy where they just drop all the episodes at once is actually now hurting us. So for example, I was watching Picard before they made it all free, dag nabbit. But I was watching Picard and every Thursday, I watched my episode of Picard or Friday whenever I got around to it. And it was because they dropped it just like network TV. But this is on CBS digital platform. Netflix, on the other hand, dumps all the episodes. Do you have a thought on that distribution strategy needing to change at all? Is that something that you've kind of gone back and forth on? Well, I mean, it, now they're dumping them all because everyone wants to binge watch everything at the same exact time. So uh, because they want to binge watch, um, now it's a whole now it's a whole thing. So now they they film everything at once, and then they dump the content all at once, and that's. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a, it's, it's just a different way to do it. Uh, whereas, you know, when you had, when you had, um, when you have networks and you, you, you shot everything and you, you, you do an eight day, eight day filming on an episode, uh, it's now a little bit less. They try to go a little bit less now and uh, try to dump the content quicker. Uh, they're also doing less episodes now too, you know, I mean, all those are done like 10 episodes, just like they did in, in cable. Yeah, I, 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 you know, it's one of those sort of uh, situations where I, I, I keep getting 
I get frustrated sometimes and I get into it and then I'm excited by it. What do you think about this, this universal's experiment with releasing the hunt hollow man and something else releasing these on like, this is like indie style. Like you and I are used to this sort of indie style releasing some, some of the smaller projects we've touched. We had day of date, right? They're in theaters quote. I'm quoting right in theaters. We've had day of date releases. What do you think about now with these bigger films? Do you think that that is a good strategy aside from the fact that you and I love the theater what do you think about that releasing strategy right now? Um, I mean, yeah, it's it's what it is. I mean, they're they're it's it's their way of trying to get some money out of these releases because when they come back, they're not going to be able to put these movies back in theater. Right. So it's their way of it's their way of uh, of doing that to to try to get as much box office as they can. That's why they're like twenty dollars to to buy them, yeah. but um, yeah, they're not cheap. Uh, so they're like 20 bucks to just rent them for like 48 hours. It's right. like a buy on most of them. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I get the, I get the strategy. I hate the strategy because I'm a film guy who likes to go to the theater and I don't just like to go to the theater. I practically live there at different times. So <laughs> it's, um, it's, it's one of the things. Matter of fact, writing an article about, about my last trip to the theater that I should have done by tomorrow. Uh, oh man, I love. Um, I'll po- I'll post it in the yeah, show I'll notes. Shoot, I'll, I'll pack- shoot it over to you. Yeah, can I'll you give us a brief for sure? But yeah, the um, tease it up. What's that? Can you tease it up for yeah, me no, a little so, bit? I mean, That's yeah, I, I, yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I you know I just when I went to the theater um, about a week well a week and a half or so ago or whatever that yeah about a week and a half or so, um, I it kind of felt like it was the last time I was going to get to go, right. quite honestly, and. It was very sad. I found myself snapping off some photos and I kind of walked away going, man, I may never be back here because you just don't know. And that's, and that's the thing. Like, it's not even about, it's not even about me. Just, it's not even about the economy not opening up again or a theater opening up again or a movie going to a theater. I don't know what's going to happen with my life. You know what I mean? Um, We don't have any idea. Nobody knows what's going to happen. Nobody knows who's catching what. Nobody knows how they're going to, how their bodies are going to respond. And that's a sad thing. There's so many variables to it. You didn't know. So, I mean, I, I felt, I felt like, man, I should really take this in and enjoy it. I found myself, you know, going from there and sneaking into another 20 minutes of the last, you know, going to see bloodshot again and, you know, checking out the last 20 minutes of that. And, um, you know, it's what it is, but I did it and I'm happy I did it. Cause, uh, you know, I, I went, I made sure I went to a movie that had nobody in it at all. Nobody was in there with me. So I was only wow. I was the only person in there. So I didn't want to, you know, sit around anybody. Do you want to say what that movie was? Yeah, I saw The Hunt. Oh, how was that, by the way? I saw The Hunt. I, I liked it. It's crazy, but I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I like I like I liked Bloodshot too. It was really good. Yeah, The Hunt seems like it was a what was that movie we loved when we were uh, surviving the game? Surviving the game. I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of got a little bit of that feel to it. Except they, they, uh, they even went a little more political with this one. But uh, oh wow, know, it's kind of a, it's kind of a sign of the time. Yeah, it's a little sign of the times type thing. But uh, interesting. I thought it was really good. I enjoyed yeah, it. yeah. I'll check it out. Yeah. So um, let's kind of let's kind of look at things going forward, and and we'll kind of tee it up to to shift things. You know, mm-hmm. kind of close it all out, but. When we look at these, we have this, you know, your perspective now, when you, when, how has your perspective 
I know this sounds kind of broad and philosophical, but I think it's relevant for everybody. I think the world's kind of experiencing this in a new way. Everything shifted, right? So we have empty arenas, we have empty theaters, we have empty wrestling uh, <laughs> areas. Um, no restaurants. No restaurants. <laughs> Do you see, even though those things were great pieces of entertainment for us, do you what do you see on the other side of that from a from a positive perspective? You're a very positive guy. What do you see the difference being in that? Those things may be gone, but how would you how would you phrase that out? I mean, everything that we have going on right now is what we've what we've built as our reality currently. You know, I mean that's yeah. that's what we that's what this is what we've what we've built throughout our time as human beings. Right. And it, I I don't think if as long as you have your life as long as people have their lives, that's why I care more about the human aspect to this whole thing than, you know, worrying about just the economy, because right. to me, it doesn't really matter. Those are, we can always make money. You know, if we, if we land on a job, we can always make money. We, we can always try for new jobs. We can always try for everything else. You can always make money. You can always find a way to do that. What you can't do is get your life back. That's right. You can't get your life right. back. You know, I mean, that's just the way it is. I, you know, people can help people with money. Everything can, that kind of stuff can be taken care of. Right. You know, restaurants come and go. Movie theaters come and go. Everything comes and goes. We find new ways to entertain ourselves. Um, you know, there's, we have imaginations and we have to use those. Right. You know, it's, it's just as simple as that. And, and one of the great things about, about what's been going on is I, I've really been able to reconnect with a lot of my friends you know, um, over the over the course of the last week or two, uh, it's been great. And and on top of that, I've, I've, I'm diving a lot more into my writing and finishing up stuff. I got a book yes. and, and things like that. I'm trying to finish all that stuff. I'm diving into that. I'm using my time. I don't feel like I'm missing anything because there's nothing happening. Right. You know, and we're all in the same wavelength right now. When's the last time you could say that? I mean, right. we're, we're, we're never like that. You know, it's. We're, we're, we're finally all in the same spot. We're all right here and we've all got nothing to do. So let's figure it out. You know, and, that, and that's, and that's what I love about it is that, is that we, we, we can finally stop and smell the roses for a minute. Right. Provided there's nobody else standing next to us when we're smelling the roses. Of course. <laughs> but, <laughs> but as far as, as far as everything else is concerned, that's where we, we, we can finally do that, which is great. Yeah. I, I think that's a wonderful thing. Um, the rest of it we have to figure out. Right. And, you know, if we want to bring back all these things, let's bring them back. Yeah. But if not, I, you know, I, I'm not, look, look, man, I, I got to be honest with you. And I was thinking about this yesterday, just to go back to the sports aspect for a minute. I love sports. I always have. And, and, um, but I find myself not really all that upset about it right now. To be real mm -hmm. honest with you, I have probably, probably burnt myself out over 43 years watching sports so much so that I'm just like, you know what, if it's on, I'd watch it. But at right now I'm kind of like detoxing, like a heroin addict, you right. know, and that's, and that's okay. Like I feel, I feel pretty good about it right now that I'm able to converse with other people. I don't feel like you and I would even be on, on the air right now doing this if this wasn't for what was going on. Right. That's absolutely you know, right. It's, it's just one of those 100%. things like, you know, with you have you have two kids and, and, a, and a whole family and, you know, you and I 
have have known each other for you know over 30 years and yet you know sometimes life happens you just get busy that's right but i feel like right now we're able to communicate a little bit more maybe that's what we're supposed to be doing you know oh, I mean? I, it's maybe 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 that's the whole plan i don't know who's all spiritual out there but i am and that's i think that that may be god just bring this all back to each other a little bit which is a good, good point thing. Yeah. Look, I think it's important to keep that perspective. I think it's it's exactly that. And I think that's a beautiful perspective. And I think it's a beautiful statement of um, looking at it is we're all closer. We're closer than we've ever been. I think that's a great way to, to kind of phrase it up. Is there anything else in closing thoughts you got to say? Is there any uh, shout outs you want to give any WrestleMania predictions <laughs> Anything in that space you want to throw out there before I uh, kill the streams, Ray? No, I mean, I've got, uh, you know, I'm working, like I said, I'm working on a, working on finishing a, a book that I had been trying to write for uh, six years, you know, uh, it's called the 10 changes for happiness and trying to finish this damn thing. And so uh, that's out there. And, you know, I hope that that may be, this may be the time to, to be getting it done because I feel like it'll help a lot of people, but um, you know, so hopefully I can finish that and I've got some article stuff I'm trying to finish up writing and, and that's all I really right now. I'm focusing on that, and I'm happy about that. But at, yeah, at the same time, I, I you know I hope everybody takes care of each other, and that's all I really care about. Is everyone takes care of each other, every rest of it will all work out. Um, and I'll let you make this statement, and everyone will know because you're a pretty private guy, and I've known you for God knows how long. I can throw your Twitter up there, or I can't. It's your choice. Yeah, go ahead and throw it up, man. Boop. There you go. Is that right? Yeah, good. So there, if you want to find out more about his book or his article or whatever else is going on, he's also one of my favorite people on Twitter because he he's a logic master. So you, you follow him just to enjoy the trail. Follow the breadcrumb if you want to have fun. Yeah. It's right about there for you. Check out Lust Jack, my good friend Tony. Thanks for being on the show, buddy. And I will uh, talk to you here in just a couple of minutes when we get off air so we can talk some trash. All right, brother. Thank you for having See me. You. Of course. Okay. Thanks again for listening. Um, yeah, I hope everybody's well. I hope you're doing well. I know the world's constantly changing. Who knows when you listen to this, it doesn't really even matter. Hopefully these are all just relevant conversations, but if you'd like to be part of the conversation, I'm always looking for someone to talk to. I think it's a great way to, uh, just live, right? Let's have conversations. So if you'd like to be a guest on the show or have conversation or have ideas, it doesn't even matter. I'd love to sit down and talk to you. It doesn't matter what you do. doesn't matter how cool you might think you are. I promise you're way cooler than you really are. Uh, just shoot me an email, drew at craftshow.com, which is spelled C-R-F-T-S-H-O. That's drew, D-R-E-W, at craftshow, C-R-F-T-S-H-O.com. I look forward to hearing from you. You can also follow us on all the social bits at craftshow, at C-R-F-T-S-H-O. You can get me with the DMs. Hit up my DMs. I want to talk to you.